0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Walk the Talk, the podcast that bridges inspiration with action. We want to extend our sincerest gratitude to you, our dedicated subscribers, for being the foundation of our podcast family. Hello, dear friends. Welcome to Walk the Talk, the podcast that shatters the two biggest lies. One, that everyone's life is perfect except yours, and that you are supposed to have it all figured out. I'm your host, Israel Ronald, and I'm truly delighted to have you here on the show. Before we embark on this episode, I want to take a moment to express my heartfelt gratitude. Thank you for choosing to spend your precious time with us here at Walk Talk. To all our dedicated subscribers, your unwavering support is a beacon of encouragement. And for those who have shared our podcast links and provided feedback, your contribution helps us spread the message even further. Today, my dear friends, we are about to explore a truth that will forever change the way you approach God in truth of heart and mind. The title of this episode says it even better. Your tears are not in vain. I've heard so many say that it is useless to cry and that God only responds to faith. Well, it is true that God responds to faith. But what is it that makes tears, often seen as mere expressions of sorrow, and to some as signs of weakness count in the eyes of our Heavenly Father? To answer this profound question, we'll journey through the following inspiring points. Inspired by the Holy Spirit through the very pages of Scripture. You see, for the longest time, I, like many of you, believed those who told us that God is never moved by our sincere, unfected tears, but by our faith alone. But what is faith in its purest form? I do believe it's coming to God with a sincere, unmasked heart, broken as it may be, and abandoning it to God in what many of us have come to term as prayer. While in the custody of his enemies, David wrote, You have kept count of my tossings. You've put my tears in your bottle. That is Psalm 56, verse 8. David was going through a difficult time. He begins this sad psalm with the words, Be gracious to me, O God, for man tramples on me. All day long, an attack oppresses me. 56, verse 1 of Psalm. The Philistines had captured David in Gath. David was, at the time he wrote this psalm, a prisoner of war, and he had reason to cry and be sorrowful. David says that his struggles are recorded in, the, in God's book, that is verse 8, and he asks God to put his tears in his bottle. What does this poetic language mean? Do you think God really has a bottle where all our tears go? Are the events of our lives really written in a book? The idea behind the keeping of tears in a bottle is remembrance. David is expressing a deep trust in God, that God will remember his sorrows and tears and will not forget about him. In so saying, his tears, his sorrows are not in vain. In the Gospel of John chapter 11, we witness a moment that pierces through our hearts and unveils the compassionate nature of our Lord. Jesus, our Savior, stands before the tomb of Lazarus, a dear friend who had, died, who had passed away. Mary, who happens to be the sister of the deceased, overwhelmed by sorrow, falls at Jesus' feet. Her tears flowing freely right before the Savior. When Jesus saw Mary weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping too, he was cut to the heart and greatly troubled. The Bible says Jesus wept as a result. Can you fathom this? As in, can you imagine the significance of this event? The king of kings, the resurrection and the life was moved by the tears of Mary and the mourners' cries. He was moved that he performed a miracle as a result, one that scientists have failed to explain in that he raised the dead man back to life. What a miracle. When Mary, overwhelmed by grief, over the death of her brother Lazarus, sought Jesus. Her swift response exemplified her deep trust in him. In many times of sorrow, turning to the presence of the Savior becomes a priority, symbolizing our faith in his ability to bring comfort and healing. I pray for all listening in that, that they will get the comfort and healing of the Father. May he grant you the peace that surpasses the understanding of men. May love and joy from his throne fill your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. In the earlier example, Mary's raw emotion expression at Jesus' feet, seen by her genuine tears, speaks to be to the very core of human experience. The pain of loss and the heartfelt cries for it, deliverance. Her tears were not seen as a sign of weakness as many perceive, but rather a genuine outpouring for her love and anguish. In this moment, we are reminded that it's absolutely okay to express our sorrow openly before God, for he is a compassionate father who cares deeply about our emotional well-being. After all, he made us and the emotions therein. So in my opinion, it's better you pour out your sorrow before God than trust another man who will pat your back in your presence and scratch it right after you are long gone. God is touched by our genuine emotions. Our heartfelt cries and unspoken needs. Our tears are not in vain. They are not ignored. Our God, who knows the depths of our hearts, responds to our sincere outpowerings. God may not have an actual bottle, where our tears are kept, or a book where our sorrows are recorded. But he nonetheless remembers all the things that happen in our lives, including the sufferings endured for his name's sake. God knows each of his children intimately, and every tear we shed has meaning to him. He will share his joy with us when he will wipe every tear from our eyes, for it is promised in Revelation chapter 21 verse 4. Friends, it's okay to weep before Heavenly Father. He knows the battles you face, the burdens you carry, the pain you endure. He knows and longs to help you carry your Lord of worries as he says, cast all your burdens unto me and I'll give you rest. He longs for us to approach him honestly, to worship in spirit and in truth as these are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, We come before you with humble hearts, grateful for the profound truths we've explored today. Your word has revealed to us that our tears are not in vain, and your compassion knows no bounds. We thank you, Lord, for being a God who sees our deepest needs and responds with love and grace, not condemnation. Today, I lift up this podcast family, knowing that many of them carry heavy burdens face challenges and have shed tears in their secret places of of life. Lord, may they find comfort and hope in the knowledge that you are intimately aware of their struggles and sorrows. Meet them at their needs. Meet them, Lord, where they are suffering, where they are hungry, where they are thirsty. Fill them up. In the name of Jesus, I pray that your presence would surround them, bringing peace in the midst of trial and healing to wounded hearts. Help them to approach you with honesty, knowing that their tears are precious to you. May they experience the depth of your compassion and the power of your transforming love. Fill them with your abundant grace, joy, and strength. Let them see the evidence of your provision and care in every aspect of their lives. Like like Paul prayed, supply all their need according to your riches and glory. As we conclude this podcast episode, we invite your Holy Spirit to continue ministering to the hearts of our listeners. To those that don't know you, Lord, prompt them to come to the Savior who will transform their lives. We've prayed all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for your time and for joining at Walk the Talk. We value your feedback and encourage you to subscribe to our channel for more insightful messages. Be sure to write to us, israel.ronald7atoutlook.com. For questions, please find the details in the description. And of course, don't hesitate to spread the word to a friend. Stay blessed.